It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Crash and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Shine nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, and I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And also, if I could survive drinking nothing but Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar, I, I would. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter, counterpart of the Back Row. I'm a wife, a mom, super fan of all things friends, and I have six siblings. But I'm an only child. No time for the story. Uh, today <laughs> on the show, how American TV looks to non-Americans. Hmm, we've also got Junk Food Tuesday, a taste test, and an Ask Us Anything, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. We do. It is Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Will he see the shadow? Will winter go on? I remember this used to feel like such a big, a big deal. Yeah. No one cares. I really don't. You ain't going anywhere anyway, right? Especially now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it, it felt like a big deal because it was made a big deal in school for us. You, you think know? so? Yeah. Like, it's just one more thing that teachers get to have fun with. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, the world also makes a big deal out of it. You always have, like, newscasters talking about, did the groundhog see his shadow? You have yeah. the whole thing. Puxatawney. and Right. Got a movie. Sure. The most classic comedies of all time. And still, you know, it is one of those things. Did he see his shadow? Yeah. Okay, cool. He he did. Oh, he didn't. All right. <laughs> but if also, we like, if if we had activities where we continued without continued through it without the day. Oh yeah, yeah. Forget it. I didn't. I wasn't talking right at all just then. <laughs> I've always had a problem with the way it works. Because it's if he sees his shadow, there's six more weeks of winter. I agree. Why you wouldn't would it be that means the sun's sun, out, exactly. so the summer's coming quicker? I'm with you 100%. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. I agree. Good. I'm okay. glad I'm not crazy. No. I don't think I've ever actually said that out loud, but I've always had a problem with it. Me my too. Entire, since childhood. And I've had to remind myself the way that you think is wrong. It's right. the reverse. <laughs> right. It's yeah. the reverse. Because it's always been, well, did he see his shadow? It's not. Is there six more weeks of winter or what? You know, you mm-hmm. ask, did he see his shadow? Yes, he saw his shadow. And then I'm like, okay, does that mean hold on. he saw his shadow? So there's six more. Okay. So there's still winter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very strange. Very strange. Uh-huh. Um, it's also <clears throat> National Tater Tot Day. Heck yes. Yeah. Heck yes. But you know what? What's the most famous fast food restaurant that has tater tots? That's famous for tater tots. For me, it's Sonic. Right, that's what okay. most people. They okay. like the, even their little kid mascot is a tater tot. I yeah. hate Sonic's tater tots. What? Oh, there is Matt. something off about them. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not a huge tater tot fan. Chris is. Chris loves tater tots. Mm. But for me, there is a very fine line between a good tater tot and one that's like 
either burnt or undercooked. They've mm. got to be perfectly crispy. Otherwise, they taste mushy, kind of. Yeah, the undercooked ones I can't do. And for me, Sonic does that often. Really? Oh, I like them. Either I... that or they, they, they may be perfect when they come out. Yeah. But not cooked enough to where they won't get soggy before I get home or something. Okay. Which I know, Sonic, you're kind of supposed mm-hmm. to eat it there, mm-hmm. but I don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want people in the stall next to me staring at me eating my tater tots. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. I mean, whatever. I this will is say me time. more than tater tots, I like hash browns or hash rounds. The crowns. Uh-huh. Yeah. The crispy crowns. Mm-hmm. I enjoy those mm-hmm. much more too. Yeah. And Burger King used to do those really well yeah, for breakfast. But Burger and then King they started don't do using, nothing well Then they started anymore. using sunflower oil and mm-hmm. now they just taste like sunflower seeds. Mm-hmm. You're right. And they're gross. Yeah. yeah. I, what is it? Cause it's not technically, well, maybe it is a hash brown. What does McDonald's have? They're Is called a- hash browns, yeah, but they're hash brown patty, essentially. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're good. Yeah. But still, my favorite breakfast potato is the Wendy's uh, season prize now. Yeah. But those are also one thing that you kind of got to eat right there, <laughs> which I typically do. If I'm ever getting them, which is a very rare occurrence, I will park in the mall parking lot right next to it, and I will eat right there. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's also National Ukulele Day. Ukulele. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those annoy me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Aw. Mila has a ukulele that she taught herself how to play. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people who can play it, I guess that's cool. Yeah. Most people can't play it. Most no. people will pick it up and... And that annoys me. That's the annoying part. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like that's any instrument. True, but not many people will feel confident enough to just pick up somebody's guitar or pick up somebody's anything else and just start wailing on it. But if you see a, a ukulele somewhere, you you think of it more as a toy. That's true. You're like, I can pick this up and fiddle around with it. That is very true. So it happens true. more often. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're right, you're right. You're right, you're right. You're right, and when you're right, you're right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, <laughs> we haven't done... So full disclosure... Uh, today's show and yes, and tomorrow's show were written for the most part three weeks ago. So some of this stuff might be slightly out of date, but, uh, (laughs) hopefully you've still made it this long to play onion or not onion with me today. So I've got three headlines here. Two of them are fake news stories from places like the onion or the Babylon Bee. And one is an actual news story. I'm going to read all three headlines and Mo's going to try and guess which one is the real headline. And you can play along at home. Are you ready? I'm ready. Headline number one. Nation tells Drake they'll get around to looking at his new haircut when things are less hectic. Okay. Number two. FTC calls for Facebook to break up married couples' weird shared accounts. Okay. And number three, new children's TV show stars a man with the world's longest genitalia. Shut up. (laughs) What? Why? Why? Oh, gosh. All real headlines, but are they from real news stories or fake ones from... The onion is Babylon B. I'm telling you the real one, right? Yes. Which one's the it's real one? It's been so long since we've done this. Uh, I, I, um, man, the last one. <laughs> That's your guess? Yeah. Denmark launches children's TV show oh about a man God. with a giant thing. <laughs> 
John Dillermond has an extraordinary... Why are we reading this? Thing. <laughs> so extraordinary, in fact, that it can perform rescue operations, etch murals, hoist a flag, and even steal ice cream from children. The Danish equivalent of the BBC, which is called DR, has a new animated series aimed at four to eight-year-olds about this character, the man with the world's longest thing, who overcomes hardships and challenges with his record-breaking genitals. Unsurprisingly, the series has provoked debate about what good children's television should and should not contain. Since premiering now uh, about a month ago, Opponents have condemned the idea of a man who cannot control. They, that's the thing, is that he can't control it. It's got a mind of its own, which is already a joke that adults have made terribly for years. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. Uh, so really good, <laughs> really good criticism here. Uh, not not in the moral realm per se, or at least not in like the Christian moral realm specifically, but like in uh, almost in the liberal realm. Is is this really the message we want to send to children while we're in the middle of a huge Me Too wave? Which sure makes sense. Yeah. The show comes just months after the TV presenter Sophie Linke kickstarted Denmark's Me Too movement, of course. So Denmark is like right in the middle of their Me Too movement where we were in 2018, 17, 18, somewhere around there. Yeah. We did a show about it Mm -hmm. in favor of the movement per se. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean. The, the the response from like the network and, and the people are like kids think genitals are funny. And it's not wrong, but it's not a reason to have this show. Uh so the the way this character looks, it's like a claymation animated kind of thing. It looks claymation animated, but so it's like actually Gumby? real animated. Kinda, of, but it's a real guy. It's a guy with a mustache. Uh, kind of, kind of chubby guy. So the and guy he's wearing from a one-piece bathing suit, like one of the men's ones, and it's striped red and white, as is. Okay. The very long thing. So it's like a, a red and white snake, essentially, just covering the. Oh, I'll well, show you a picture. No, that's okay. I don't want to see a, a picture. picture right there. You see that? Oh my. That's that's Seriously? that's it. Pouring lighter fluid on a barbecue grill. This is a children's show aimed at four to eight year olds, guys. Good grief. So, uh, as I said, this news story is a month old. I don't know if they've gotten it pulled uh, off the air or not, but uh, it existed. It, it made it through so many people with an approval stamp. It got put on the air. And, and nobody said boo about it until, well... Here we are. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, see, it's not just America that's messed up, guys. <laughs> let's, uh, I think, let's take a well-deserved break right here. <laughs> when we come back, it's Junk Food Tuesday. But first, this week in Nerdy News. Stick around.
This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. First up, we got a couple casting announcements. According to Deadline, Tony Revolori is in talks to play one of the lead characters in Disney Plus's upcoming series, Willow. Revolori is known for his roles as Flash Thompson in Spider-Man and Zero in the Grand Budapest Hotel. And Kevin Hart has been cast in Lion Gate's upcoming live-action adaptation of the video game series, Borderlands. He will play Roland, a former Crimson Lance member and veteran fighter. I have never played Borderlands, but I will watch anything with Kevin Hart in it. Disney has also cast Luke Evans in their upcoming live-action adaptation of Pinocchio. He will play the coachman who ferries Pinocchio and the other kids to the island where they're transformed into donkeys. Uh, do, do I need to be the one to say, do we really need another live adaptation of, of Pinocchio? Didn't Jonathan Taylor Thomas do enough for us? In a conversation with Entertainment Weekly, Robert Kirkman shared an update about the adaptation of his comic series, Invincible. He said that the live-action Invincible movie is still, quote-unquote, very much in development and exists separately from the upcoming Amazon Studios animated series based on the same material. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are attached to the Invincible film. Just in case you haven't heard, HBO Max has finally announced the release date of Zack Snyder's The Justice League. The trailer shows an unearthed reel and rubble and wreckage. The Justice League Snyder Cut premieres on March 18th on HBO Max, and unlike was previously reported, will not be released in four one-hour chunks, but one long four-hour movie. Whew, and you thought you had to hold your pee for a long time during Endgame. And lastly, if you've been watching WandaVision, then one of the things that you probably enjoy about those early episodes are the fake commercials describing fake products. Well, one of those products is a little more real than you may realize. As seen during the in-episode spot of episode two of the series, the Strucker watch is a very real thing, and you don't even need to go to Westview to snag one for yourself. The Gold Tone watch features a familiar Strucker name on the face with Hydra 1000 below in green and a tiny Hydra symbol, too. You can purchase this watch for $19.90 at Hot Topic, because you know what they say, a man is never fully dressed without two important accessories, his special lady and his strucker. That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we'll be talking about what the rest of the world thinks of American TV. And coming up next, it's Junk Food Tuesday. But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring it. About Groundhog Day. Ooh. The movie. Yes. I'm all in. <laughs> Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania didn't have a town center that looked good on camera, according to co-writer and director Harold Ramis. So they shot in Illinois instead. Punxsutawney got the revenge by banning Punxsutawney Phil himself from appearing in the movie. Aww. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fake snow had to be brought in as filming took place from March 16th to June 10th, 1992. So some days in Woodstock, Illinois, it reached 80 degrees. Oh, and they were all in coats and stuff. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yep. The groundhog named Scooter 
bit Bill Murray three times during shooting. <laughs> Murray insists that Scooter hated him from day one. <laughs> Um, the Tip Top Cafe, where many scenes are filmed, was originally a set, but remained open due to de- due to demand from the locals. Wow. Mm-hmm. And the project ended the friendship between Ghostbusters com- comrades Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, who directed the movie. They continually rowed over the tone of the film, while Ramis wanted it to be comedic and Bill wanted it to be philosophical. Hmm. It kind of mm-hmm. came out both. Yeah. Which yep. I guess was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, that did keep Ghostbusters 3 from happening, mm-hmm. which is sad. It is. And then we got the girl Ghostbusters, which I liked. Yeah. But it was universally panned. Mm-hmm. And now we've got the kid Ghostbusters coming up. And really? Oh, have I you not seen that. the three? The, yeah. No. Uh, Ghostbusters Answer the Call. And it's about Harold Ramis's character's son. Who never knew his dad. His dad died also. I mean, he passed away. Uh-huh. His dad died also in canon now. And he stumbles upon like a shed that his dad built and hid all that stuff in. And uh, it's like a puzzle box trying to get into it too. And he figures out how to get into it. And they find the the car and ghost traps and all this. And wow. Paul Rudd's in it. What? The only the only like story exposition we really see is that he says there hasn't been a ghost sighting in like thirty years, and hmm. uh, he said like back in the eighties this was like a The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm I, it could be good and yeah. it could be awful. Yeah, there's just no way to tell just yet. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah. gonna see it. At least for just the kind of nostalgia feel of it, mm-hmm. you know. But I enjoyed the the, the, the the reboot with the girls. I liked it, yeah. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I really liked the final fight scene, and I'm not a big final fight scene guy. Yeah. I really liked, like, the hard rock, cap, like, rock techno version of the Ghostbusters song that yep. they blew up during mm-hmm. that thing. I'm like, yeah, I was pumped. And, and everyone's like, this movie sucks. I'm like, oh, I'm not allowed to like it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Yep. I will watch anything with Kate McKinnon in it. I'm okay. just going to put that out there. Okay. Kate McKinnon yep. is hilarious to me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is Junk Food Tuesday. And uh, as I said last, last segment, uh, from a month ago. <laughs> so some of these things might no longer be coming soon. They might already be here, but yeah. who knows? Let's uh let, maybe you don't even know they exist yet. So yeah. let's go through this list of upcoming or newly announced go ahead. junk foods. Maybe they have been in quarantine with us as maybe well. So there's you know? got statistically there has to be Absolutely. a few that mm-hmm. were in there with us. Not with us, with us, but yeah. Because that wouldn't be a Socially quarantine then, would it? distanced with us, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Lay's kettle cooked flaming hot limon chips. So mm-hmm. many adjectives. But uh, do you prefer the kettle cooked or the regular? The regular. There was a long stretch of time where I preferred the kettle cooked. Mm-hmm. But lately, it's like, this is so much extra work to chew. I was going to say, then I became old, and it hurt my jaw to chew. Yeah. And you remember, like, a couple years ago, I had the real the bad jaw, jaw problems, pain. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it hurt my jaw to chew. And now that I suffer from, you know, daily constant headaches, <laughs> it hurts my head to it's chew. It's so loud so, now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Exactly. <laughs> it's a pain. Yep. So forget that. <laughs> uh, Dunkaroos and Gogurt has come out with a Dunkaroos yogurt. And it is presented the same as Dunkaroos with the two compartments, mm-hmm. one filled with cookies. But the other, instead of being filled with frosting, is filled with uh, yogurt. Hey. I don't and it know comes why... in three different flavors. I don't Cotton know why candy. it took this long. Cotton candy, vanilla birthday cake, which I think would be more similar to the original taste, mm-hmm. and strawberry. Yeah, this seems like a natural thing. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, Lintz Lindor Dark Strawberry Truffles are back, exclusive to Target. Of course it's exclusive to Target. <laughs> I still don't understand exclusive snack foods. I don't get it. Mm. Who is it helping? No one. Uh, Gogurt again. Uh, Nickelodeon slime uh, Gogurt is coming out, which two flavors that are not green. Nickelodeon slime, of course, uh, historically green. Uh, Melonberry and cotton candy are the flavors, but the Gogurt will be green. So it's giving me that Heinz green ketchup vibe from when we were kids, Uh teenagers. It kind of grosses me out Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I've been watching um, Discovery Plus. Have you? Have you been on Discovery Mm-mm. Plus? Mm-mm. It's fantastic. Really? Uh, it's got, I mean, it's got, I mean, you'd love it. It's got all the reality show stuff from all really? the reality channels. Not the, not the stuff that's on like primetime TV, but the stuff that's on like TLC yeah. and all that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, HGTV. Okay. It's got all the, uh, the, okay. the people that you like, the whatever Chip couple. Yeah. Them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also got Food Network. Okay. And I've complained to this to you multiple times. That there was a show called Unwrapped that yes. I really liked. Yeah. And I've been looking for it on DVD or streaming service forever. It's on it. Nice. I just, ha- it was, I just happened to get on my phone. We were going to bed. And I just had the thought of like, I wonder if it's on a streaming service now. Yeah. And so I'm just going to Google it. And it popped up. Discovery Plus launched that day. Like, what is this? How have I not heard about it? Right. It's launched with like 58,000 episodes of shows. It's got man versus food. It's got all the travel channel stuff. All these shows that I really, really love, but have not been archived anywhere to stream. Yeah. And so I've been watching Unwrap from the beginning. And this was, you know, standard definition. And it's back in the like late nineties, I think is when it started. Okay. And so recently, I think in the middle of season two, they got to the Heinz ketchup. With the green mm-hmm. and the blue, and I'm like, oh, I remember that. And just like, oh, but there are so many things that came out back then that don't exist anymore. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I really feel old. Or <laughs> like, oh, I remember that, and I loved it. I really wish it was still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, While I'm thinking yeah. about it, I, last time that we recorded, yes, we were talking about Good Burger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were also talking about. Um, uh, things from the 90s or early 2000s, whatever, and Snapple was brought up. Yes, yes, And yes, then yes. I talked about Fruitopia. Fruitopia is in Good Burger. Is it really? It is. When they go on their double date and they're sitting in the restaurant and um, Carmen Electra is there, mm-hmm. there's a bottle of Fruitopia. The other girl gets a Fruitopia drink and it's sitting there and because it was so fresh on my mind where we had just talked about it I was like no way is that Fruitopia (laughs) and Chris is like Fruitopia I forgot Fruitopia was even a drink and the kids are looking at us and I'm like it was the best right and Chris is like oh it's so much better than Snapple I was like I know (laughs) 
<laughs> Unprovoked. Yep. Through Snapple under the bus. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yep. a Snapple man to the day I Nuh-uh. die. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> That's hilarious. No. Uh, Target also has uh, exclusive strawberries and cream hot cocoa bombs, which are something you've gotten into. Yeah. Uh huh. They're the pretty hot fun. Cocoa bombs. Yeah. It, they're just exciting. Uh, let's see. In February, which is now, so you can tell. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Old. <laughs> Funfetti ice cream with sprinkles and a cake crunch swirl. I don't know what that's about. I don't know. Is it going to taste like stale cake? We've already established that they can pull off the crunch thing, which we still don't understand. But they can do it. <sighs> but won't it taste like stale cake? I've eaten stale cake. It's crunchy and weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I, um, see, and I like Funfetti cake. It's honestly one of my favorites. You know, and there's a Funfetti cereal Yeah, that's come out, and I haven't tasted it yet, but every review that I've seen said this is the best cereal. Really? Like, it's immediately in their top ten. Okay. So, I, it might be good. But it also might ruin it. That's it what I'm, yeah. It. Okay. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Java chip coffee ice cream flavored Oreos mm-hmm. are out now, as are chocolate hazelnut Oreos. I have seen these. Our Albertsons is carrying them. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, coffee Mate glazed donut creamer and oatmeal cream pie creamer. Oh, I did see the oatmeal cream pie creamer. Yeah. yeah. That could be good. Yeah. Like oh, they, did we talk about this? There's also the oatmeal cream pie cereal. Yes, we've talked about it a few times. Okay, uh, I think we've mentioned as soon as we find it, we need to buy it. Oh, I've not Walmart. seen it. I haven't seen it. It's yet. at Walmart. Okay, well, mm-hmm. we'll need to try it sometimes. Okay. Uh, Duncan Hines has come out with new Epic kits. Okay, and there's okay. several of these, and they're different. There's Fruity Pebbles Cake Kit, which before we tried that Fruity Pebbles candy bar i would have just passed over but right. now it sounds like okay we got to try it. Uh-huh. there's the s'mores brownie kit salted caramel monster brownie kit cookies and cream cookie kit which is basically a big chewy oreo and a cookie dough cookie kit which is a cookie sandwich with cookie dough filling these sound I mean, amazing and they all look just ridiculous yeah yeah they, and they sound delicious yeah uh, <laughs> strawberry frosted donut vanilla Oreo featuring two layers of cream, a donut flavored cream, and a strawberry flavored cream with edible glitter. It's coming out soon. You know what's worse than glitter? <laughs> edible <laughs> glitter. <laughs> Maybe not. If I could eat all the normal glitter just to get rid of it, I would. Yeah. Uh, KFC has updated their chicken sandwich. Not yet here, though. I've tested this. Okay. They don't have it yet. But it's rolling out. Uh, it is now a double-breaded, extra-crispy chicken breast with thicker pickles, classic or spicy mayo, and a brioche bun. Mm-hmm. They're just more of the same. Everybody's going chicken sandwich crazy. Yeah. McDonald's is also going to offer a new crispy chicken sandwich what beginning the end of February. Say. One with just pickles and chicken on a potato bun, oh a spicy goodness. version with spicy pepper sauce, and a deluxe version with lettuce, tomato, and mayo. Uh, they've been trying to do this, copying KFC, or not KFC, copying uh, Chick-fil-A since high school. I remember the very first one they came out with uh, that was just pickles on a buttery bun and the chicken sandwich. Yeah. And I got it. I'm like, 
it's passable for a town that doesn't have Chick-fil-A in it, but it is nowhere near. No chicken sandwich can replicate the quality of the chicken in the Chick-fil-A sandwich, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The overall thing could taste better, but the chicken itself will never taste better. Yeah. Or has yet to. Mm-hmm. I'm in agreement. And then this isn't on the list, but Wendy's is also revamping there. Of course. Chicken sandwich just like that. But they're trying to actually go a little bit more like Chick-fil-A. Most of the other restaurants have been doing like a heavy crunch chicken, including Popeye's. But the the new Wendy's one's supposed to be a lighter batter, just like Chick-fil-A does. Just kind of a a thin crumb type type of batter. So it could be better. I just want to know why when you said crunch, you were like, crunch. Crunch. Because it's an extreme word. Okay. okay. <laughs> extreme crunch. <laughs> Reese's has come out with Mallow Top Reese's. Do you remember Mallow Top's period? Like the original Mallow Top candy that was shaped like Reese's, but it was a marshmallow on the outside? Mm. Yes Mallow Cups. No. Mallow Cups is what they were called. Yes and no. <laughs> that was still a that was a candy still before we were born like that was one of the old candies yeah but i do remember getting some for halloween when i was really really young okay and thinking they were a weird reese's candy (laughs) okay but anyway this is a reese's candy that the top half is marshmallow flavored i'm gonna try it yeah Mm -hmm. uh i don't know if reese's knows what they're doing but Chipotle is trying out uh cilantro lime cauliflower rice now which is a big deal for keto and paleo people. That's true. Yeah. And then lastly, Subway is now offering a protein bowl. Hmm. Which uh, is similar to the way they make their salads. Okay. Except it's double the meat and less veggies. So it's heavy on the meat. So again, another keto. Keto friendly. Friendly mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, could be good. Could be good. Could mm-hmm. be good. Sure. If you like their meat. Sure, sure, sure. I went to... Um, I went to Subway one night because Deidre was asking for it. This was before, right before quarantine, I guess. Uh, Deidre, who is pregnant, had a craving. She's like, I'd like one of the tuna subs over there with this, 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 this. I said, okay, I'll get a meatball sub. I haven't Mm -hmm. had one in a while. So I go up there and I say, all right, I need two foot long subs. He gets things out, cuts things. I'm like, what do you need? I'm like, let me get a meatball sub. We're out of meatballs. I'm like... It's like 6.30. You're out of meatballs? Y'all are open for another three hours. (laughs) Like, okay. Um, Guess I'll get a turkey with bacon. We're out of bacon. Like, What? Okay. I will get nothing. I'm going to get my wife a sandwich, so put that one back. She wants a tuna sandwich, and she wants... Uh, banana peppers, jalapenos, we're out of both of those. Are you, I'm like, come on, man. I said this out loud. Come on, man. Goes, I'm sorry. And I look at all the stuff he has, and he has lettuce, tomatoes, and cucumber. And that's all he has. Wow. And the, this other lady hears, like, the struggle going on. She comes out and says, yeah, sorry, we just we were really busy today. I'm like, what are you going to do when you open tomorrow? Yeah. Do you have a truck coming at midnight? Because. Right. How do you operate? You have to have something somewhere. You don't have vegetables in the back? Yeah. You can't chop up some vegetables right now? <laughs> like you were completely tapped out of banana peppers today? <laughs> like that many people 
Just like fill it up with banana peppers, please. Just a sandwich, bread, and banana peppers. That's all I want. No meat, no cheese, just banana peppers. That's happened like four times that day, and so they ran out. <laughs> so anyway, I just haven't been back someplace. So I'm like, well, I can't go home to my pregnant wife <laughs> without at least something resembling what she wanted. So I'm going to go <laughs> and ask her for something to choose another restaurant for me to go to. Right. Uh, so, yeah, mm -hmm. the subway let me down. I would. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unrelated story. Uh, okay. Uh, so I think we can all agree that American TV produces some of the best and worst entertainment worldwide. Sure. Uh, but there are other countries that make television as well, of course. And you'll notice that most of their TV series are much different from ours here in America. Mm -hmm. And because of that, uh, many people from other countries have some legitimate questions and gripes about American TV throughout the years. So today we're going to share their questions and give our best answers and uh, share our own gripes as well. So mm -hmm. let's get in a few before we go to our next break. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Apologize. I don't have this right here just yet. Thought I opened it and I didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll do these first five here. So, uh, what the heck? This is not the thing. Sorry. This is not the thing I thought it was. Hey, we're professionals here, guys. We are professionals. Everybody. everybody here we are. Safe. Okay. Got the amount it? of yeah. commercials. <laughs> Why? Uh, first, first question is from uh, Eternally Oons. Why do American shows consist of 20 minutes of ads and like five minutes of the actual show in between the ads? Agreed. Uh, did you know that like syndicated comedies and whatever will cut out like another three to four minutes of the original broadcast of the show? Yes. To put more ads in it? Yes. That's what makes me mad. Mm -hmm. I'm like, seriously? Big Bang Theory? Most TV shows, most TV shows, half hour shows end up being 22, 23 minutes long right. without the commercials. Yeah. Big Bang Theory, through the entirety of its run, the average show length was 19 minutes. 19 out of 30. Wow. Isn't that insane? Yeah. For 11 minutes, you were watching commercials. It's, yeah. The Big Bang Theory. It's dumb. That's nuts. I will say the first time that I really realized how much, um, how many commercials will, or how much commercials affect the show that we see is Chris and I used to watch Friends simply on DVD. DVD. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And we would watch it as we would go to bed at night. And so I'm seeing the extended length episode <laughs> through DVD. And then. We get direct TV later on in the marriage and Nick, Nick at night has friends on. Yeah. And so we're watching episodes and I'm like, which doesn't that make you feel old? Cause yeah, Nick really at, when I was a kid, Nick at night was, I love Lucy. Exactly. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's true. Um, and then like, I'm realizing, wait a minute, they, there was a line there that they just cut out. And Chris is like, you're right. Phoebe didn't say such and such. And I'm like, I know. And then we're watching more and I'm like, why are they cutting things out? What is happening? <laughs> and then it hits us all of a sudden after like 10 episodes or so. Oh, commercials. Yeah. yeah. You know what's weird? Um, in the opposite direction, we've owned The Office on, on DVD forever. Like mm -hmm. We bought them as they came out. 
And uh, so we never had Netflix to watch The Office like most of America does. Um, and on the DVD version, some of the two-parter shows that'll be separate episodes now in syndication or in, you know anywhere else, streaming mm-hmm. or whatever, were one episode. You know, they were long and they were put on the DVD as one long episode. Mm-hmm. And so specifically, we haven't even made it all the way through yet because we have Peacock. And so we've been watching them on Peacock now. And uh, specifically, it was the episode where, and you don't know this, but people listening to <laughs> the one where Pam is pregnant and finally goes and has a baby. And uh, in that first half on Peacock, it's split into two halves. And that first half has like three extra scenes in it. And I'm thinking, why? Yeah. Why didn't they put that in the extended thing? It's the same story. You just didn't put credits at the end. Right. In the opening at the beginning. Why are there new scenes here? And it wasn't, I know Peacock is doing like some extended seasons, but they only have season three. And that's not season three. This isn't an extended version. This is the normal episode and it has more scenes. Huh. I've never had that happen that direction. Yeah. That is strange. <laughs> but, uh, and we watched that episode when it aired too. And I don't remember those seasons either. Those scenes in right. it either because it aired as one special. Hmm. I even remember because the preview for it. Um, Michael's coming into the the hospital with a bunch of balloons, and in the preview, the balloons were gold because they didn't want to give away if it was a boy or a girl. Ah. But then in the show, they were yeah know, pink. Uh, spoiler alert! Was it's a girl? Ten seasons old. They had but a girl? Ten years old. <laughs> um, but yeah, just really weird. Hmm. Anyway, that was only number one. <laughs> right. Number two, the medicine commercials. Uh, or orange in a drink. Orange in a drink says, okay, I've never really watched American TV, but why do they have medicine ads? Like you have to ask doctors about specific medicine instead of it being prescribed. And I have learned before reading this list that, yeah, America's the only country that does that. America's the only country that allows medication to advertise as something you ask your doctor about instead of the doctor just being the one to prescribe it. Do you think that's weird? You know, it is. Have you not ever, never thought about I've it before? N- yeah. L- yeah. Legitimately never even thought. But yeah, I. Yeah. And it really starts to get into your head, too, about the way these drug companies like go around to doctors and give them samples or mm-hmm. give them incentives to prescribe this medicine. Mm-hmm. Like them. Probably messing some stuff up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it, it kills me that at least with 98% of the medication, it's always, you know, take as prescribed, um, take for this symptom, might cause this side effect. Right. And they have side to list the side effects. It's the exact same reason that you're taking the drug. <laughs> That yeah, that kills me about like all the uh, depression medications. Yes, all of them say yes. Uh, possible side effects include new and worsening depression. Yes, I'm like what? Then why am I taking it? <laughs> Thoughts of suicide. Yeah, I'm like oh, it's a depression medication. Yeah. <laughs> it should not make me think about suicide. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. yeah, headache it's weird. medication may cause chronic <laughs> headaches. What? That's why I'm taking the thing. I don't uh, understand. In yeah. any of them that end with and possible death. And in very extreme cases, death. Yeah. Like, mm, no, okay, I don't want it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I would rather die of this. But by that point, the person who is who needs it, who's suffering from whatever they're advertising for, is already sold on asking their doctor for sure. it. You yeah. know. Yeah. All right, number three uh, from Dilfine Cormier. Of course, these are all people outside of America, so right. I'm going to be mispronouncing all of them. <laughs> Why do American TV shows have to say 10, 9 central? It's just confusing, and I have no idea what it means. Why can't they just say the show's on at 9? Okay, well, but... Clearly, yeah. Clearly, it's time zones, right? But I really do wish... It would mess, every, it would mess a lot of people up to begin with. But I wish we all just had one time. A world time. Mm-hmm. And where you were, depending on... When you would go to work or whatever, just, it's fine. We go to work at this time. Like, why can't we say, I, I've never wanted this more than working with LTN because all of our LTN people are in every single different one of these time zones. Yeah. And so trying to coordinate when things are, and they can't even decide like officially what we want to put out as the correct time zone to base everything off of. Yeah. Because initially it was all based off Texas. Mm-hmm. And so we were all doing central time. And mm-hmm. even, even now, LT and radio, everything that we put is central time uh, when we advertise stuff. And you've got to work away from around that. But lately they've been doing eastern time. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they're doing the eastern and the Pacific time listing and not central at all. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Because <laughs> it feels like it's keep changing. It's so difficult. I really wish we could just say, show's on at nine. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and have that make sense yeah well and i i have always thought i okay as an adult now i can see why it wouldn't really work but as a kid i can remember thinking okay well if it's nine o'clock eastern then why can't it also be nine o'clock pacific and what i mean by that is you show it nine o'clock on the on east coast mm, yeah and then when nine o'clock rolls around rolls there, around west coast yeah. yeah you show it at nine o'clock that I and I, it probably yeah. really wouldn't work even more so now. It would have worked when we were kids, you know. But with right. social media and spoilers and all that thing, yeah. you know, it but really even then, wouldn't work. It means something completely different wherever you are. Like Texas again is ten minutes from where we are. Nine o'clock here, as opposed to nine o'clock in Texas, is such a different time of the day. Yeah, and so even that couldn't work. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people on the East Coast, you know, a lot of them are having dinner at nine o'clock. Yeah. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember watching Frasier, and they're constantly talking about getting a dinner reservation at nine or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm like, why are they eating so late? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand. But it's funny because even now, you know, my family growing up East Coast, growing up Eastern Standard Time, yeah. we eat about seven, eight o'clock. That's that's way late for me. I know. And then I have a good friend here who's from California and her family eats at four thirty, five o'clock every evening. Yeah. And I'm like, that is too freaking early. School like, just ended like yeah. an hour ago. Really? You started cooking dinner for your family at two o'clock and then had to stop, <laughs> go get your kids and came back and finish cooking. I don't understand. Yeah. It doesn't we're, make sense we're usually right at six. That's yeah. ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird to go after that. Yeah. Well, uh, it's just, it's so strange. So yeah. I really think let's just have one time. I'm in agreement. One I time. really am. We can all acclimate to where we're at. Yeah. As to what that means. Absolutely. Stuff over, I'm so angry. Yeah. <laughs> it make it so much easier. I agree. <laughs> all right. Number four here. 
from Jimma Stanley. Why do American TV series think they can get away with casting 30-year-old ripped men to play high school students? <laughs> the only show I feel like could get away with that was Smallville. Because clearly Clark Kent was Superman. So it's okay if he looks bigger and is more muscular. Because he's Superman. But... Even like thinking back to like 90210 or Dawson's Creek or all these things, they all look 30. I don't think they looked 30. <laughs> I don't think they mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. Maybe 90210. And not 30, but definitely. Definitely 20, not teenagers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Between 20 and 22. Not Dawson's Creek. They all looked young in Dawson's Creek. You think so? They were all babies. <laughs> but One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. all looked like adults. <laughs> Didn't look like no high schoolers I went to high school with. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, let's see here. One more for this break or segment before we break. <laughs> From Essobornix. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do American TV shows have audiences with ridiculously loud laughs that find everything funny? <laughs> so part of this, there's a two part answer. One is Laugh Tracks, which is not actually an audience, which is just sad. Right. Uh, And they're trying to convince you that things are funny that actually aren't. Mm -hmm. It's a mind control gimmick, and that's what they did with Big Bang Theory. (laughs) Have you ever Googled a YouTube uh, video of Big Bang Theory without the laugh track? No. It's awful. So I have always not been a fan of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Always. I'm always like... It's really not that great. I mean, it has its moments for me, uh, but I, it's definitely not anywhere near my top ten. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you hear it with, if you hear their banter without the laugh track, it's depressingly bad. Yeah. And like without that laugh track, this show would be a flop. Season one, mm-hmm. episode one, it'd be canceled by episode three. Yeah. But then you have shows that are built around not having a studio audience or a laugh track. That are hilarious. And that's the difference between a good show and a bad show to me. I agree. I can't even get into a show that has a laugh track these days. It's even hard for me to watch older shows that I used to like that I have laugh tracks. Very few of them uh, continue to still be good to me. Friends is one that's still good. Uh, Seinfeld's still good. Mm -hmm. But I like to try watching King of Queens or Everybody Loves Raymond, which are two hit shows. And I loved when they were first on. I can't watch more than a couple episodes. I can't binge that. See? Because it's uncomfortable. And I haven't, I've never been a super fan of King of Queens or Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? Mm-hmm. I just. Maybe I was brainwashed. Maybe they're not that good. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, but then the other thing is uh, a phenomenon, which I've learned about in a show called Mindfield on YouTube, uh, that. It's, it's almost a form of peer pressure. You're in a theater or in the studio like that. So if it's a live studio audience, one person laughs, mm-hmm. you're going to feel more comfortable laughing even if you don't find it funny. Yeah. It, be, it becomes a peer pressure thing. Oh, this is, this is funny. Okay. <laughs> and you're going to laugh louder and more bolsterous and that's going to. Yeah. So that one really loud guy that you always hear, he's actually part of the crew part of <laughs> it's possible yeah and they just put him in the audience and his job is you laugh as loud as you can and it's going to get everybody else to laugh mm-hmm. or at least several other people to mm-hmm. laugh yeah 
I'm convinced of that. It's quite possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's, 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 that's why mm -hmm. it's all a mind game and, uh, shows that can be hilarious without that deserve more love and respect. Mm-hmm. It's Hashtag the same that. it's the same mindset I have with comedians. If you can be funny without being vulgar and cussing and all that, then without leaning on that comedian. as a crutch, then mm -hmm. you're actually funny. Yeah. If all you have is shock value humor, you're not really funny. Mm -hmm. You're a teenager. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. <laughs> We're getting, we're getting, getting hot up in the studio. <laughs> uh, but when we come back, we're going to answer more questions about American TV. But first, five bonus random facts. Stick around. It's Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got five random facts for you. The voice actor who has played Master Chief in every Halo game to date is more famously known as Steve Downs, a radio DJ dating back to the late 1970s. Downs was most recently on Chicago's WDRV, The Drive. There is a town in Nebraska called Monowee with a population of one. The only resident is a woman who is the mayor, bartender, and librarian. Swedish meatballs originated from a recipe King Charles XII brought back from Turkey in the early 1800s, so they are actually Turkish meatballs. The original Star Wars premiered on just 32 screens across the U.S. in 1977. This was to produce buzz as the release widened to more theaters. And Jake Gyllenhaal auditioned for Frodo and had a less than successful audition. He recalls auditioning for the part and not being told that he needed a British accent. Gyllenhaal was later told it was literally one of the worst auditions. For more fun facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Back Row Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central here on LTN Radio. Back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're talking about what the rest of the world thinks about American TV. But first, before we get back to the topic of the day, we've got a taste test. Each Junk Food Tuesday, we taste test something new or odd or both. And today, Matt got to pick our taste test. Hooray! <laughs> now, of course, <laughs> this will be plenty entertaining in audio form, but it's even better on video. Whoa. We record all of our taste tests and uh, put the full video up on our Facebook page at the Back Row LTN. So go like us and never miss a bite. What do you have for us today, Matt? I'm actually very excited about this. Okay. And I think you're going to, well, I hope we'll like it. Okay. I think it's going to be good, but it might be a big letdown. But we don't but have it's not similar a gross taste thing. in food, usually. True, but I think you'll be into this. Now, the, the fun, fun thing about this is I purchased this a month ago okay, and have not seen it in the store since. It's still good? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> Should be for our purposes, we might, yeah. We might die. So tonight. it was either recalled or it's been super popular is what I'm saying. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually two things. Okay. Two taste tests today. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Doritos 3Ds are back, guys. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Doritos 3Ds, the puffy Doritos with two new flavors, based kind of off the original, but we got chili cheese nacho Okay. Uh, in the red bag, and 
Get out of there. Fuller Ranch. Spicy Ranch. Ooh, okay. Okay, so these are our, these are our products that we are going to try today. You know what's fun? Hmm. I still don't have 100% of my taste back. So. That's true. <laughs> so maybe you'll taste some of the heat. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So this yeah. has fire on it, actual fire. Okay. So is this chili cheese like like chili cheese fries chili cheese, or is this like a hot chili I don't know. and nacho? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. We about to find out. Hopefully, do I you can remember? find out. Do you remember these? I do. They were the bomb. See, they even I'm made not... the little ones. Because uh -huh. they came out, those, a lot of chips came out with those little like travel cups that you'd put in your car cup holder. Oh, That yeah. were tiny, and they made the tiny right. little Dorito 3Ds. So I can, I can sort of smell these. Ooh, they look different than I remember. Mm -hmm. They look like, they look uh, like bugles. bugles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't bode well. I don't like bugles. Really? Mm -hmm. So I'm not a Doritos fan. No. But I loved you Doritos love these? 3D. Okay. So you're gonna try those first? Yeah. The blue, the the the, the spicy ranch. Spicy I'll try the ranch. chili cheese nacho. They do taste like well, I don't taste like, but their texture is bugles for mm -hmm. sure. Oh, they're good. I can taste the ranch, but they are spicy. These are great, but I don't, this is not what I consider chili cheese flavor. No? So it must be like a hot chili. I do taste a little bit of heat. Like soup chili? Is that what you're saying? No. No? Like a chili, like a chili pepper. Oh, okay. Okay. But it doesn't. But it does have. The, it does have the eye, not an e. Mm-hmm. So maybe the cheese is overpowering a chili flavor. Okay, my mouth is a like. It's. I had two, and it is tingling. I mean, I'm tasting spice on this one too, though. My tongue is tingling. All okay, right, let's swap. switch it up. Ooh. Mmm. That's that Doritos ranch flavor. I like it, though. And Doritos Ranch is the only ranch flavor I like. Really? So Cooler Ranch Doritos, I really do not like. Oh, I love them. Mm -mm. But I like that, I mean, as far as what I can taste. They're a little more subtle with the flavor than normal Doritos. I'm liking them. But they're not bad. But you're right. This isn't like, like chili fries. No. I like chili cheese uh, Fritos or anything mm -mm. like that. Not reminiscent of that at all. Also, I'm getting the exact same amount of spice from these as I did from those. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that. I will so agree. So they're both spicy. And we're just going to continue eating. Because, mm -hmm. well. you know, I'm hungry and they're not bad. So I don't remember being them being bugle-like before. No, I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm remembering more of an air puffed still corn chip that was thinner than this, not thicker. But I guess it would have to be thick, wouldn't it? Because they would just all break apart. Mm hmm. So I must be wrong. I remember them being like a bugle. Yeah. Now, I like bugles because you could put them on your fingers. <laughs> but have these witch you nails. Can. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. These you cannot because they are enclosed. Right. But they look exactly the same. They look like they were just closed on the ends. Mm hmm. They really do. Yeah, they're not bad. <coughs> Ooh, 
not eat though. But they're good. Yeah. I enjoy them. They're nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which bag is yours? Which bag? You're is gonna mine? take them both. Oh. I'm okay. supposed to be starting keto again here, and I don't want these around. Like our new microphones, hear everything. All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, not bad, not bad at all. No, I'm a fan. They're good. Mm-hmm. They are really good. So uh, if you've come across them, let us know uh, what you think of them, and if you agree. Whew. Also, if you Heat. if if you have heard that they've been recalled, <laughs> I don't think they've been recalled. I think they've been let popular. Us know. I think I think every person our age. Saw them at Walmart, like, yes, please, uh-huh. give me those right now. Give me all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. also don't get a lot of the special Doritos things here. Back, um, I want to say 2012, 2013, around there, um, Doritos came out with the ridiculous concept of Doritos, Doritos, Locos brand, Tacos, Taco Bell, Flavored Doritos. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible names. But they were a mixture of the two different bags. They had the the normal Doritos and a crunchy taco flavored one, which was different from their normal taco flavored mm-hmm. one. It was closer to a brand, uh, version called Tacos at Midnight that they came out with a few years before, which I loved. Hmm. I hate their normal taco one. Uh, and then they did the same thing with the Cool Ranch. Okay. The only place in this town that ever got them was a cigarette shop on Main Street. Really? And the only reason I knew that is because you could go in and type, find it uh, uh-huh. on, on the Doritos website. And that was the only place it would come up. And I had been checking every single store in this town for weeks because I, I wanted that Tacos at Midnight kind of flavor again. Yeah. And so I was obsessed with it. And the only place that ever got them. And they only got like individual bags, like the big individual bags. Um, and so I went to that cigarette shop and i bought eight bags of those chips, every one that they had and then i tried check every time i checked back they never got any more hmm. and so i rationed those things had them at a special place like i'm saving these for special occasion days only the days where i really need to have them and so I, I feel like we might have gotten the one push of them, and we're never going to get them in this town again. The Probably. Three Ds, the three Ds. I, that's how it usually happens. Yeah. It makes me sad. So take them in good health and have your family enjoy them. Okay. I can do that. My wife can't taste anything, so she won't miss it. Okay. She also doesn't really like Doritos. So. Is she? She's not doing... No, she's she can't do keto on pregnancy. Well, at least she, it's not advised. Okay. So she's not going to. Okay, um, that's fair. But she knows that she can when she has the baby. Has the baby. Mm-hmm. She's looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, we're already into the second trimester. This thing's gonna be here quick. The it happens faster and faster the more kids Each that time. you have. Yeah. So yeah, before you know it, it's what we're going to the hospital. Okay. <laughs> also, because of uh, COVID, like I can't go to the oh, doctor yeah. with her. I, the only one I get to go in is the one where we find out the gender. Okay. And even that she can only bring one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's the only one I get to go to. So I've missed all them. So I've, you know, I feel like with Eli, we were the doctor like every week, the entire time. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And that really only happens at the last few yeah. weeks, but but it, it really just felt like we were constantly at the doctor and for long periods of time. And then with Johnny, I feel like we were only there a couple times, and now I don't get to go at all. So yeah. 
It's really going to speed by. Because I'm yep. like, I haven't even gone to the doctor yet. How are you having this baby? Are you even really pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving back to our original topic here, we're talking about uh, how, well, we started answering questions and gripes about American TV from folks who live in other countries, other places of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this segment, we're going to tackle the rest of these thoughts. Um, 12 or so mm-hmm. we're going to talk about here. And we're going to try and be a little quicker about it than we were <laughs> with the original five. Uh, so number seven, uh, A to D DIY says, why do American movies and TV shows show third world countries in yellow? Like a yellow color. Oh yeah. Huh? Like, hello, we do have blue skies, rainbows, and red flowers. It's true. Yeah. They have that yellow filter on all mm-hmm. the time. Like mm-hmm. Anytime anytime you're anywhere that possibly has more sand than you expect to see in your normal day here in America, like, well, color the whole thing orange or yellow over there. Well, and two, even like if you with like shows or even movies where they are showing footage and I'm doing air quotes of Vietnam. Yeah. You know, it's that yellow kind of. Yellowish green kind of yeah. tint, yeah, for that, yeah. yeah. Um, now, some of it, sometimes they do that just to convey an emotion or a right. theme, uh, to convey like the area around you. Like the 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 biggest thing I remember is Las uh, CSI. The original CSI was in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and their tint everything was tinted green there, and that was kind of like a neon color. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of to give you that vibe of we're in this neon city, right? New York came. No, Miami came. Miami came and everything was tinted orange. Yeah. And that's, of course, you're in Florida. Right. And then New York came and everything was tinted blue and it was like a bluish gray thing. And that's kind of what you think. You think New York, you kind of think Gotham with, you know, that's yeah. what Gotham was based on. You uh-huh. think this this kind of darker, uh, navyish color town overall. And so that's how you could tell the different shows. And it was always fun when they had crossovers because then you'd see some of the characters now interacting in this whole new color scheme. Right. And it was just weird to see them in that. It's weird to see Grissom from, from uh, Grisham from whatever his name is from uh, CSI, who's typically in a green tinted world mm-hmm. now in this blue tinted world. It's yeah. more dingy and it's like he's in a more serious place. It's very strange. Um, and so sometimes it really is just based on our ideas of what a place feels like as a color. Yeah. <laughs> and so anytime we think outside of America, we tend to have this this haughty mindset of, well, we're more progressive and fully colored over here and you guys are sepia tone. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an arrogance thing. It I really is. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> an American arrogance thing. Mm-hmm. Feel better about living here because over there they barely have color. <laughs> <laughs> it's all yellow over there. That's all you get. Well, and even <laughs> kids tend to think that like shows were not shows were not black and white, but life, everyday life at that time was black and white. It wasn't until the 80s mm-hmm. that color actually existed in the world right. you know and it's it, like wandavision have you been watching that chris has We're, okay yeah so in one episode suddenly color comes in it's like that's exactly how it was <laughs> <laughs> we, we went from the 60s to the 70s and suddenly we had color right exactly <laughs> that's what my mama said <laughs> oh man okay uh next one why do american movies have and tv shows have a freshman really hot like 
Have you ever actually seen a 14-year-old boy? <laughs> Facts. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, you, you, if you take a typical full freshman class, there will be a few people like, that is a very attractive person. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the people are pimply-faced and awkward because they're teenagers, and that's how we all looked. Uh, just a few... Few genetic anomalies that were just like A plus specimens of human beings, and the rest are just like, get me through this time. Well, <laughs> and times are a little bit different now, too, because yeah. the generation of teenagers that are coming up now know so much more about hygiene and drinking water as opposed to drinking soda mm. and, you know, the things that they, the way that they take care of their body internally and externally has such an effect. So many more teenagers are having clearer skin, mm. are actually looking. That's because we've, we've finally allowed you know. ourselves to stop believing the lie that junk food causes pimples. Well, yeah. I still remember being taught that in mm-hmm. eighth grade. Like you eat chocolate, you get pimples. Yes. Like, excuse me? Yeah, no. <laughs> that- Even I know that's not true. Mm-hmm. Why are you teaching this still? Yeah. How old is this curriculum? Mm-hmm. This Hellcat glass book here. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No, okay. So maybe we're getting closer to better looking teenagers. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I, I have two teenagers in my house and I have one that struggles and one that does not. So I think it's just kind of <laughs> luck of the draw at this point. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Number 10 on this list. Amy, 61, says... Why do American TV shows have the loudest music and sound effects, but the quietest talking? Uh, I'm with you, Amy. Gosh, it is so annoying mm-hmm. trying to watch a show after the kids are put in bed and not waking them up. Yes. It's worse with movies. Yeah. Way worse with movies. Like trying to watch a Marvel movie or something. Yes. Like from the action scenes with the grand music, it's like, blah, and then the talking. Mm-hmm. Right, let's crank that up to 30 here. And then out of nowhere. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Turn it down. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Let's just turn the captions on. Just turn the captions on. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't need to hear them. We know what they're talking. We've seen this movie three times. We don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're with you there. Yep. 100%. I mean, we have the technology to equalize sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Hit the microphone there. The equalize sound. That we're hearing mm-hmm. on other devices. Yeah. Why don't TVs come standard with the option of equalize the sound level? Keep it all here. Don't let it go above this level. That's no matter good, what's playing. That's a good That point. should be a setting, guys. Yeah. Sony, get on it. Mm-hmm. It probably is a setting just on really expensive TVs. I was going to say, <laughs> we just don't know where to find it. I have it. a high sense. It's <laughs> $300. <laughs> no, hold up. I remember when flat screen TVs were $1,000 or more. Mm-hmm. When Chris and I first got married, our very first... That was for a small one. Yeah. <laughs> it was a 32 inch. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even the flat screen. What were they? They Because they still had like the box portion in the back. Like just a small... You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It wasn't It was like, still a flat screen. It yes. just wasn't a flat thing. Like yes. it wasn't only like an inch thick like TVs are now. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we paid $1,100 for that thing when yeah, we first L- got LED married. LED TVs, I think yeah. is what we called them yeah. back then. Oh, yeah. man. And now we go and you can get a 65-inch for 
300 dollars yeah. oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. uh let's see here next up from nataliette why do people in american dramas always wear their shoes in bed isn't it gross and inappropriate i know it's tv but can't they try a little bit harder i've seen this a lot really mm-hmm. i maybe it like my shoes never even reach my bedroom yeah no I do not like shoes throughout the house. Like not I, on a couch, not anywhere. Mm-mm. You should not have your shoes anywhere. Mm-mm. But it's like, it's almost like it's a, a bit of a video game scenario. It's like, this is your character's outfit. Yeah. They wear it all the time. <laughs> you don't come into a scene when you're walking into the house and have the character take off part of their outfit, their shoes, and then walk around in their socks. Because that's no longer the outfit that we designed for this character. You know what I mean? Everybody's just going to be focusing on their socks. That is really true. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a, or it could be a cartoon TV show mindset. You know, cartoons don't ever change. Yeah, they're always in the exact same clothes. Yeah, because they don't want to make that the focus. I don't know. That's what I think, anyway. Just I feel like a bubble inside me just burst. <laughs> Uh, DC Chris, uh, DC Chris reacts says, no, but seriously, why do American TV shows have the credits still coming up 20 minutes into the show? The opening credits Mm -hmm. for real. Mm -hmm. The worst offender in my opinion was 24. 24 would go 26 minutes into the show and still have like executive producer popping up. It was ridiculous. Ridiculously Just long. the entire length of the show. That's stupid. It was really bad. <laughs> wow. I don't remember 24. I don't think that I actually watched it or got into it. I loved it. The first season was really rough. Like, they made it. They made it just. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Okay. A lot of really rough stuff. Yeah. Not like the violent stuff. Like, a lot of just gross stuff. Okay. Gritty, yucky R-rated movie type stuff. Okay. But then the rest of the seasons were more just action focused and they were great. Like really good. The concept of having just an entire day be the entirety of the series. One entire day. And you're living it in real time. One hour at a time. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And I think they did really well most of those eight seasons. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Might have to watch it. And season one's still good. It's just it's just rough in some places. Yeah. <laughs> just like, ah, I, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Let's get to the next scene. Oh, this is in real time. We can't cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oh, gosh. Okay. Jacob uh, with a K says, why does everybody in American films and TV shows have to build a volcano for school? Again. That's always the project, right? I never had to build a volcano in school. I recall one science fair where a kid built a volcano in my childhood. See, and I think that we were specifically told no volcano building. (laughs) You have to think outside the box and do something different. I made a battery-operated potato. Okay, I've seen that. Or no, no. No, the, the battery, potato, the potato was, was the battery. battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I've lit a that. light bulb. I, okay, so there was a kid in my class, and his name was Matthew, too. He was Matthew Gummis. That was his name. 
smartest dang kid in the entire school from first grade on. Like okay. the smartest kid. Every year he won the science fair. Okay. And this was a school-wide science fair every grade. And he always got first place from first grade through fourth grade at that point. Okay. Fifth grade rolls around. I decide I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. But my, my thing still wasn't that great, in my opinion. It was the incredible shrinking egg. You put a, uh-huh. a hard-boiled egg in vinegar and it shrinks. Uh-huh. Put it in water and it grows. But I sold the heck out of it to the judges. <laughs> I made it a whole show. I put on my whole showmanship hat. Just, right? just went wild with it. And I thought, I'm not, I'm not placing <laughs> in this. This is dumb. <laughs> this is an egg. I have an egg. <laughs> that kid built the entire human nervous system. <laughs> you could turn around and see it. And I think, I'm going to win with an egg? Nah. And so the day of the... Like the results uh-huh. are here, and uh, and th- they're not building up. They're not going like third place is this, second place is this. They start with first place for some reason. I can see where this is and going. And they say Matthew, Matthew, and he stands up to start walking, <laughs> and then Coker, and he's he freezes. He doesn't sit back down. He freezes and slowly turns to look at me. And I'm like, mm? <laughs> and I stood up and I went and got my trophy. And that was the, for an entire week, that was all anybody ever talked about teasing him that he Matthew. didn't win. He didn't even place. Joker. He wasn't yeah. even in the top three. He didn't get a trophy. Dang. And he was mad at me. And I didn't do anything, but he was mad. And I wasn't pushing it in his face either. I wasn't the one making fun of him. Yeah. Um, it was just like. I can't believe I won with an egg. I can't help that my mama and your mama named us both Matthew. My bad. <laughs> that was it. Was good. It was. It's one of the very few like TV scenes that my life has had. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. It was good. <laughs> uh, let's see. Skip down here. Sean Jenks says, "Why do American TV shows always do car scenes in a fake car in a studio? It looks so cheap and obviously fake. Why don't they do what we Brits do and film in an actual car on an actual road? If we can do it, I'm sure they can do it." So I I think that we do film in an actual car in an actual road now. You know, in- not in sitcoms typically. Like still with all the Big Bang Theory esque type shows. It's still fake, and you can tell it's fake. See, here's the problem. I don't watch new television. Mm. I still watch. Friends. <laughs> just friends. Just friends, all the time friends. Seinfeld, Frasier. Yeah. You know? Frasier's good. I'm, I'm still... Cheers. I'm still stuck in good television. I gotcha. <laughs> that have the cheesy car scenes. But like The Office... <laughs> Because they were going for that reality TV feel, right. the fake yes. documentary thing, they do film in actual cars. Yeah. And it's funny because in the bloopers, you'll see uh, one was like, well, we're here anyway. Actually, no, this is a cul-de-sac. <laughs> He's turning around. <laughs> I mean, they come back out. I missed my left. You know, so they're actually filming and they have cameras just in different spots. Yeah. And they're trying to act it out while they're driving in traffic. But then we have a Habsy. Because it came out, we have a, I think it's James Corden, one mm-hmm. of the late night hosts, mm-hmm. that does the carpool karaoke. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
clear that they're out on the road and driving, and he's doing the steering wheel. Well, they had someone, like, catch them on the street, take a picture. And, yeah, they're out on the road, but his car is hooked up to another car that's actually driving, and he's, like, being almost like a tow truck kind of situation. And so his driving is fake. And so they're filming fakely in a car that's being driven around for them because it's being towed. And so that's like a half, halfway. I got to say, though, I think that that's probably the safer route because, you know, if I were trying to host something and drive, oh, oh, it'd be distracting. Yeah. But it's also a bit disingenuous because he's sure having to act like he's driving. Yeah. (laughs) Turn the wheel. At least he's not accidentally hitting the microphone. Though. I did. I do that a lot. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's weird. Uh, let's see here. Reggie says, why does no one in American TV high schools have lockers on the bottom? Hmm. Where are the bottom locker people in all these high schools? I mean, that's true. It is true. Even Saved by the Bell. I don't think anybody had a bottom locker. <laughs> They're all on the top. Mm-hmm. In fact, the only... Thing similar to that that I can remember is a Frasier episode where him and Cam Winston, the guy that he had like a row with, a, a ongoing rivalry with in the later seasons, decided on a sort of truce and like, you do this and I'll trade you my uh, mailbox because oh, yeah. his mailbox is on the bottom. Cam yep. was on the bottom. He's all, you know, I dislike having to stoop for my mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do remember that. And that's the only, only, but even then it didn't, they didn't show them at it and bending down and doing it. Is it just because it's a bending down is unattractive kind of situation? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Having a bottom locker sucked though. I had it one year at a bottom locker and I'm like, gosh, I gotta get down on my dang knees to get all this stuff out. And it was awful. Yeah. Did you ever well, have a bottom locker? Uh, actually, I don't think I did. Mm. But I also didn't use my locker a lot. Mm. I hated combination locks. <laughs> hated them. <laughs> hated the inconsistency of them. Some days you can get it perfect and you get it open the first time. Mm-hmm. You're doing the exact same thing next period and you can't get the stupid thing open. What, I hated it. What I hated is they made us get a new one every year. They yeah. issued us a new one every year. Why can't we issue one that's ours for the entire time that we're at this school yeah so i don't have to memorize a whole new thing next year here's something fun though hmm. they don't even use lockers in school anymore no Mm-mm. really yep why they feel like it's a security hazard mm-hmm. i guess i mean that is why they made us use combination lockers instead of like getting our own lock with a key yeah because they want to be able to get into it right i guess that makes sense sure yeah okay just won't deal with it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, do they have as, do your kids have as many books as we had? No. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff is now digital. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little easier. They You're not keep... having to carry around big, full days worth of big, thick books. Right. <laughs> Plus notebooks and stuff. Well, and we individually had books issued to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. You know, you had your science book, your social studies book. Now they just keep one set in the classroom. Mm. And so when you go to science, you pick up a science Actually, book and yeah. use that. They started doing that just for, for a few classes my last couple of years in high school, I remember. Yeah. There was just always the book underneath the seat. Yeah. I hated it. that. Yeah. I. You hated it? Yes. Absolutely. Now I don't know if it would work. Well, with COVID. With COVID. 
Well, that's why they have their Chromebooks. Yeah, no, everything all on Chromebooks for real digital. <laughs> but I can remember finding boogers in the pages. Oh, yeah, yeah, hated oh, it. Gross. Mm-hmm. gross, gross, gross. All right, moving on. American television, not American <laughs> schools. There we got three more. Uh, why do American shows have to last so long? Every season, 24, 22 to twenty-four episodes. Oh. A lot of shows, especially like in Europe. Typical seasons are six to eight, six to ten, and that's it. And I don't hate it. I've watched a few shows from from the BBC, Doctor Who being one of them. Doctor Who especially works for because you can tell one story arc without having to put in filler episodes. Sure. And it doesn't feel super drawn out. You ha- you're telling one story over the course with little stories in, you know, okay, in the yeah. episodes. Yeah. But like with shows that are similar in tone here, trying to tell one story over the course of it, it's usually like the first five episodes are going to touch on it. Yeah. But we're not going to mention it for a while. Uh-huh. It's just going to be like a background thing. Yeah. And then eventually we'll get back to it towards the yeah. end. Like once upon a time. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once upon a time is a perfect example. Yeah. They had story, story, story. Filler, filler, Side quests. Yeah. Story, story, story. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if we just cut out all that middle stuff, it would have been a lot cleaner. It would have made a lot more sense. We wouldn't have forgotten everything that happened. Yeah. A year ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> but at the same true. time, the downside of that is then you're wait, you, you have 10 weeks and then yeah. you wait an entire rest of the year to get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um. But comedies typically, or not typically, but often in the BBC, are like six episodes. That's the whole season. Wow. And that's like a test season for shows here. Yeah. Like, we will give you six, and if it's good, then we'll give you a full season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Parks and Rec only had seven episodes in their first season. Okay. Uh, Office only had six. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld only had five. Maybe it's Seinfeld I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, I think they had six. I think they had six. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's good and bad. Good and yeah. bad. I mean, if you really like the show and you don't care that some of the shows are going to be filler episodes, <laughs> as long as they do, as long as they're funny, as long as they do well, I think comedies can get away with it a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but dramas and sci-fi and stuff like that would benefit greatly from shorter seasons we'll see and then you have your sitcoms that you know they want to follow as closely to life as possible and so you know you've got your halloween episode your Mm -hmm. thanksgiving episode your christmas episode whereas those are actually the filler episodes right you know but they're fun like you expect absolutely yeah thinking (laughs) about roseanne and all the halloween episodes Mm -hmm. modern family had some good halloween episodes regularly uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine always has like a Halloween heist episode and they've gotten cut down to half seasons in these last two years and they've always been the second half of the year, like after Christmas. Okay. And so they've, they had to make a way to do the Halloween heist late because they were all like sick or something on Halloween and they could never get it there. So they made it like Valentine's Day, Halloween heist That's something. Funny. But, uh, community... When they got cut down to half a season, they just they just recorded them anyway and aired them away out of date and in order. And then like so, the first episode was just a welcome back to the whole year. Yeah. Second episode was the Halloween episode. 
third episode was the Christmas episode, and then the fourth episode was the second semester, and they they glossed over it by saying, "Geez, I can't believe it's already the second semester. I can't believe it's already the new year. Didn't we just celebrate Halloween? Yeah, we just had Halloween Christmas yesterday." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Yep. Now, now it's our summer. No, uh, then it was like, yeah, it was fall, spring semester already. Now <laughs> it's summer, winter. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, yeah, they just that's that's what they have to do. Yeah. Uh, when because you get used to them, you get used to those being. They need to be there. Yes. And so, yeah, I see what you're saying there. I think there's a good medium. I think that shows could do still. That many episodes or close to that many episodes. If we want to do like a season of 10, mm-hmm. just do that. Yeah. But call, make them each their own season twice a year. Have a season of 10 in the fall. And then a season weeks, of 10 in the spring. Tell a whole story. Yeah. And then stay off for two, 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And then come back and do another 10. Yeah. And then take the rest of the year off. Yeah. Still have a good thing, but you'll have two different story arcs that you can tell that are cleaner and cut and have no filler. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great, especially I, for dramas and sci-fi. I think yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. I agree. But I have a lot of ideas that Hollywood would never accept. Well, have I told you my finale idea? Maybe. I've, I've said that Hollywood should put in all contracts for new shows that if they make it to a third season, any point after that, if they're canceled, they should be guaranteed the ability to come and film one final episode right. for not only the creators of the show, but for the fans that have invested their time in watching it. What was it? Give them closure. What show sparked that for you? I think there originally was a... it was Stargate Universe. Okay. Stargate Universe, big story arc left on a giant cliffhanger. Yeah. And then it just never came back to it. Right. Like, we have no idea if these people survived, if they were made at home, anything. Like, give us one final movie. Yeah. Even if it's just the episode length, just one final show, just show them back. Give us closure. Yeah. And it's because it was on sci-fi, and sci-fi does that all the time. They will, they, this, they're notorious for it. They'll have a show, air it for two or three seasons, always leave on a cliffhanger, and then just cancel it and not give you any kind of closure. And uh, there was a Big Bang Theory episode about that, too, hmm. where uh, Sheldon refused to believe <laughs> That they weren't going to give us some sort of closure. And so he, like, kept trying to call sci-fi, demand closure, and I think traveled <laughs> over to their headquarters and everything. Like, it's 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 unfair. It's yeah. It's unfair to the viewer and the creators. I agree. hmm mm-hmm. Two more. <laughs> Why do American TV shows and films about high school make it sound so awful and it's something students need to survive? Like, is high school really that bad? Yes, high school sucks. I like. I loved high school. Nope. nope. I think it really just determines on how popular you feel you were in high school. What do you mean? I take that back. I don't feel like I was there that popular. That's the thing. But I, I also self-deprecate myself a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> other people think I was popular. I think. I think it's different for girls versus boys. To you think totally so? Totally honest. Yes. Well, I agree with that, but on the opposite way of what you're saying. Really? I feel like I know a lot more girls who enjoyed high school Ooh, than boys. No, girls are mean. Girls. Well, that's are, true. I mean, there's a whole stinking movie about it. Girls are mean. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. No, but it's a Broadway play. So much of like 
things that I deal with in recovery now mm-hmm. stems high from school? high school. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay. I mm-hmm. can see that. Uh, yeah. So I guess it's really just based on your uh, perception yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. So some people, yeah, it does feel like surviving. Yeah. Uh, and last one. Why do American TV shows have an obsession with a random musical episode? Because everybody loves music. They are hit and miss for me. Oh, I agree. But Scrubs is my favorite one. Oh. Scrubs had an episode that was all music, and it was based around an actual condition that you can have, a mental condition, where it will sound like everybody talking is singing. Yeah. And so they made it into a musical. Oh, gosh, it was brilliant. Grey's Anatomy did the same thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. They did do that. And that, it's my favorite. It's a great one. Yes. Uh, let's see. Community did it as well, but it was more focused on, they, they, they often took shots at other shows or movie tropes or whatever, and they had a Glee episode. Okay. Where they were trying to get all of them to fill in for the Glee Club that all quit. Uh, for the Christmas pageant or whatever. Okay. I, I very much enjoyed that one, too. Yeah. But then we have, like, The Flash. And did The, the Flash, Flash did a one? musical episode. And it was, it was, you know, I, I don't even remember the premise and how they got there. But it was just a 45 minutes of, ugh. Make this stop. <laughs> Please don't make anything about this episode be necessary for me to understand the future of the storyline because I cannot focus yeah. on what they're trying to do here. It was awful. But a lot of people loved it. A lot of people love it no matter what. Yeah. Because they're just obsessed with singing. Mm-hmm. Um, Glee I did not like as a show. Yeah. And that show was based around singing. Mm-hmm. But then there's a show now called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Okay. Have you heard this, show? I have. I think have I've seen, seen it. it. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I've seen it. Okay. Got some weird things about the show, but the show itself with the music and everything, it works. Yeah. It's great. Uh, again, some questionable elements. Just warning you of that. But. Noted. Uh, very, very fun. Very fun show. See, so and I'm all I, into that. I enjoy that kind of thing. I enjoy a good musical. Mm-hmm. I have three males that live in the same home as me all of which think it's the most dumb thing in the world (laughs) none of them enjoy musicals at all and so every time i try to watch anything like encore oh my gosh it on disney plus oh oh yes yeah encore is great i wish that they would come out with new episodes yeah hopefully they'll have a second oh i mean it's gotta take a lot to even make a single episode of that i mean it's such a process Yeah. yeah Really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite ever. But mm-hmm. every time I tried to put it on, everybody in my house except for Mila was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Watch it. It's good. No, they don't care. It's wholesome quality content. It really is. Good grief. <laughs> I'm upset that uh, what's her name's only in the first episode and mm-hmm. only for like 30 seconds. Who? Person, uh, what's her name? The actress that's... Oh, Kristen Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in every episode. No, she's not. She comes... Yes, she does. I promise you. Go back and watch it. I watched the entire season. Only in that first episode does she actually come and talk to the people. She opens up every episode, but as like a thing from a stage with just her. You're right. Yeah. Wow. 
I also misunderstood the premise before I watched anything, and I thought that she was going to be in all the shows oh, with yeah. him. Yeah. And so that was incredibly disappointing. But even more disappointing come end of episode two, and she was nowhere to be found. Didn't even come and congratulate them for, for working on it. See, I think it would have been like, more disappointing had she taken somebody's role. Well, no, I, I didn't assume that she'd be like a the main character. I just assumed she'd be in it as something. Some oh. goofy little thing that she pops in and does. Yeah. Uh, as a part of the show, just to have her in it because yeah. it's her hosting it and putting supposedly putting it together. But then, like I finished these, I'm like, what? What was the point of even having her a part of this? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> hmm. Your mind wants to believe she was at the end of every episode with the cast because <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. It wasn't. Anyway, it's because okay. music is fun, guys. That's why <sighs> music, music is makes fun. The world and it go doesn't round. always work. But it's fun. It is fun. And that's all we have. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take one more break. <laughs> Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we answer a question that you've been dying to ask us, I'm sure. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out ltnonair.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. the back row morning show and things are winding down for the day but first we're going to answer an ask us anything question in what ways are you two <sighs> sorry i caught the yawn i couldn't let's try to get it out let's just start over. you're so incredibly rude i'm sorry <laughs> but first we're going to ask us can... no yeah, let's, let's start this uh-uh. over i'm sorry let's start <clears throat> Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to answer an Ask Us Anything question. In what ways are you two the most similar? So I have forced myself to not think about the answer to this question. as really? To give myself an unfair advantage. So okay. we're starting fresh okay. right here. Um, well, our lives are very parallel, which we're finding to be more and more common. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, weird strange ways but i think we're most similar in um regards to people pleasing (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah to a to a degree i think that's true um only because i feel like i've gotten a little bit better about it over the last few years i'm not saying you haven't i'm just saying i don't feel like i deal with that as much as i used to yeah uh, I've gotten more and more comfortable with telling people no, Yeah, <laughs> but I also feel like you have too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's, that's a result of celebrate recovery. Honestly, yeah. that's, that's a result of fighting codependency. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we emotionally respond to things mm-hmm. in very similar ways. Yeah. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think we have very similar humor. Yeah. Uh, fun, the same kind of things, funny. Mm-hmm. And we're also the kind of people who um, are comfortable, like, insulting each other in a, you know, like a loving way. Uh-huh. Like, we're, you know, that's, that's, that's how close friends we are. Mm-hmm. That I can talk about your mama, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, not everybody's good with that. And I think you talked about that when, um, like, Chris's, Chris's mom passed away. Yeah. You and April are very similar in that yeah. same manner. Mm-hmm. And y'all were coping by joking. Yeah. <laughs> and other, and some people, funeral, some people yeah. are like, this is not appropriate. And I'm yeah. like, sorry, we're just surviving this thing, this, guys. Yep. <laughs> She and I are giggling the whole time and laughing and kind of cutting up, just like being like schoolgirls and, mm-hmm. you know, just being goofy. And you could see it on multiple people's faces. They would come through and they're just like, oh, my gosh, they really don't care that their husband's mom has just passed away. No, guys, we really do care. Yeah. We do care. It's either we laugh or we're going to be a sobbing mess right yeah, here. We'll be collapsed <laughs> in a corner. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm that way, too. I deal with I deal with. uh Overly overbearing emotion. Yeah. By let's crack some jokes. Let's uh-huh. have some fun here. Uh, let's let's be uh, a bit morbid in our humor mm-hmm. in order to survive. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, not for everybody. <laughs> We're also both pretty. Um, it's funny because we. I have come to learn this about myself, and I think I've actually learned it more the closer that we've become as friends. But I am actually an introvert. You Mm. are an introvert. Mm -hmm. Um, I am actually an introvert, but we have extroverted tendencies like this in and of itself, feeling comfortable talking and, you know, being on stage and talking and, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. I always equated that to being extroverted. Gotcha. You know, being able to hold a conversation comfortably, being able to talk to pretty much anybody comfortably, not feeling stage fright. Okay, so I'm extroverted. No, I am so not an extrovert. I have to have my downtime. I have to have space just to myself where I can just think and process things. Um, And being around big crowds really does take it out of me. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Even if there are people that you like. It's just that there's so much going on yeah. that you have to try and keep track of and also try and uh, find places to jump in when mm-hmm. you can talk so you don't feel like you're making everybody feel uncomfortable around you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's your mind's going constantly mm-hmm. in a group. Yep. And uh, yeah, I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking like, yeah, like on Sunday mornings at church, I'm not going to walk up to a single person and try and start a conversation. Yeah. But if I see a few of my pe- friends talking, I will go up and I will stand next to them and listen and then... When the opportunity arises for me to say something, then I'll chime in. Yeah. And it sounds like, yeah, I'm having conversations mm-hmm. with people, but really, I'm just trying to protect myself. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's 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 how it works. But and when I, you're in a – sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, at the same time, you know, you may not – we may not seek out people to go talk to, the new person, but for some reason, a lot of people will come to us yes. and ask us, and we don't – we may feel a twinge of uncomfortableness, but it it comes across as if we're confident. We yeah. know what we're talking about, yeah. you know, and it it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like what you were saying with like talking like this on a show or being up on a stage that that gives us confidence because we know there's not feedback coming. Yeah. Like 
they're mm-hmm. judging us, they're judging us from afar and we're never going to hear about it kind of thing. True. And um, it's it's really just living in the moment that scares us, yeah. not the the coming aftermath, but afraid of being called out for being weird right then and there or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's the terrifying thing. And so, yeah, absolutely. Which is also why we enjoy writing and enjoy yes. processing our thoughts. We do that a lot. Writing. Yeah. And uh, lastly, I think we're both very opinionated people that work very hard to not be offensive. Yes. <laughs> yep. We are very opinionated. We have, we know where we stand on most things. And we want to rant on Facebook all the time. All the time. And we force ourselves. Yes. To keep quiet. But do you know, we also, <sighs> unlike a lot of people that share that same passion, if you will, um, we're willing to hear other sides and yeah. actually hear those sides. And we've changed a lot of our own thoughts. Oh, yeah. And even just in the course of us doing this show, yes. we've had our minds changed on a lot of things. Uh-huh. So much so to where there have been a couple times where you've played a replay and I come in and I'm like, you can't play can't that play that anymore. anymore. I sounded so terrible. Yeah. I was so <laughs> offensive on so many levels. You cannot play that. That's not how I feel. That's not what I believe anymore. Okay. We can't do rewinds anymore. We can't. Those are different people. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, we're pretty similar. Very emotionally similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we've kind of always said that we're just the gender swap versions of each other. We are. And oddly enough, our spouses are in. Yes. The same. Yeah. And they're very different people than us. Yes. And they're very, very similar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Psalm 37, 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible follow us on all the socials at at the back row ltn at ltn on air and at love thy nerd and the back row morning show has its own facebook group community for christian humor back row baptist church so search us out and join in on the fun lastly remember that we air first exclusively on ltn radio ltn on air.com every monday through thursday at 7 a.m central with an encore at 9 a.m but if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live find the back row morning show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will too. Mo, final thought. I'm Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you did that by accident Uh on the show? That was great. (laughs) Oh, once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. (laughs) 